I salute you this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is our Lord by his person, his position, and his power. And he is our Savior by his choice and his condescension and his cross. Let's open our Bibles to Luke chapter 15. Luke chapter 15, where we can read about him when he was here in this world and the varied response that he had between sinners and Pharisees. Luke chapter 15, the entirety of this chapter is to rebuke Pharisees for their critical negative attitude and perspective of sinners and to show his mercy and grace towards sinners, though they be a small minority and require great effort to find them, he would indeed do so. Luke 15, let me read just the first two verses. Speaking of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners, and eateth with them. And we say, Amen. Amen. He eats with them. Have you drawn near this morning to be near Christ and to hear of him? You shouldn't be here to fulfill some obligation of attendance of our church. You shouldn't be here for some reason to fulfill your membership duties. You should be here, as verse 1 describes, to hear him. And he's going to speak to us through his word, because his word is the written record of what he did and said, and there's so much for us to hear. I hope that that's why you're here today, and that you're drawing near with me, and we're all publicans and sinners. I'm never ashamed to tell people that we're just a bunch of ugly sinners saved by grace in this church. And if you think that that's too gross for you, if that's too low for you, then you fit in verse 2, you need to repent and get yourself into verse 1. Because we don't want to be Pharisees here. No matter who you see in this assembly that came out, you shouldn't look at them as if they're someone less than you or less important than you. Because we're all sinners. And if the Lord Jesus Christ doesn't come to us and save us, we're all going to the same place because we've all committed the same crimes. We're all guilty of the same condemnation. Then drew near. They wanted to be next to him. They wanted to be with him, all the publicans and sinners, for to hear him. That's why we want to hear the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. But the Pharisees and scribes murmured. They looked around and saw some of the ones with more dissolute public lives. Doesn't make any difference. If you've never sinned, folks, I'm speaking to the ones in the room that have never sinned. If you've never sinned, when you stand before God, he's going to remind you of your first father. So it doesn't matter. We're going down by our father, Adam, one way or another. And we've proven that we're far worse than Adam ever was. We prove it every day. So let's not be these Pharisees and scribes that Jesus had to then speak about a man having a hundred sheep, 99 of them being righteous Pharisees. He granted them their argument for the sake of his point, and he would go after one sinner sheep and bring it back in his arms and celebrate over it. And he said, 
heaven celebrates when one sinner repents. Then he used the woman with her ten coins. She lost one coin. The nine coins she didn't have to worry about because they were good, righteous Pharisees. But she had to go find that one coin she had lost. And when she found it, she told her neighbors, and they celebrated. And then we have the prodigal and his good older brother, his righteous Pharisee brother. And the father had to correct that brother by saying, This, your brother, my son, was dead. He's alive. We should be celebrating. You've, you've got everything I've ever had. You're my good, faithful Pharisee son. But let's celebrate the recovery of a sinner. Every one of us right now in our spirits and attitudes about ourselves and about those that we're sitting among and about the Lord Jesus Christ, we are either a publican and a sinner or we are a Pharisee and a scribe. Let's choose to be the former and let's be the sinner saved by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, wanting to live our lives for him, to serve him for what he's done for us. If you turn over just a few pages since we're in Luke to chapter 19, we'll have some words that are good for us. Luke chapter 19. This is Zacchaeus. The first 10 verses of Luke 19 are about Zacchaeus, that short little publican that had to climb up into a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus. But notice he's drawing near. He wants to see the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus stops, spots him, calls him down, says, I want to go to your house for lunch today. And Zacchaeus confessed his sins in public in verse 8. Jesus said in verse 9, This day is salvation come to this house, for so much as he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. The Lord Jesus came for Zacchaeus. The Lord Jesus came for the woman of Samaria. The Lord Jesus came for you and he came for me to seek and to save that which was lost. We were lost and perishing on our way to hell and the Lord Jesus Christ sought us out one at a time, individually, personally, powerfully, intimately, permanently, eternally. We're blessed. Let's sing like it. Let's worship like it this day. Let us pray. Our Holy Father in heaven, Show us the beauty, the glory, the majesty, the perfection of your holiness. And we shall humble our hearts, our minds, and our mouths from ever thinking that we are righteous in the least respect. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, we bless and we praise thee. We thank thee for the gift of thy Son, Thy holy child, Jesus, who laid down his life for us that we might be made holy in thy sight. Holy and without blame before thee in love. We thank thee, Holy Father, for your mercy toward us. Rip from us, O Lord, any thought that we might be righteous in thy sight, that we might be better than those around us. We are all sinking like lead weights into the depths of hell were it not for the Lord Jesus Christ who intervened on our behalf. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy Son. We thank Thee for Thy love that sent Him. We thank Thee for the wisdom, the incredible wisdom that devised 
the plan of salvation to deliver us from our sins by his righteousness and him dying a substitutionary penal death on the cross of Calvary for us. We thank thee to come into his temple, to your temple, your house, to worship him, to be with his people, to read what he did and to what he said, and to encourage ourselves in the Lord and Savior that we have. Heavenly Father, be with us this day. Be with thy servants and saints in every place. Preserve our nation. Bless our praying for our nation in the second assembly. Be with us, O Lord, in America, that we might continue to have the protection and preservation, peace, and prosperity that we've had for so long. Forgive us our sins. Heavenly Father, long before we get to the Lord's table later today, forgive us now. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Turn our hearts and our minds completely, totally unto Thee and away from all the lusts of our flesh, the pride of life and the lust of our eyes and all the things this world throws at us. Let us look to the Savior. Let us draw near to Him for to hear Him. You have blessed us abundantly. Without Thy Spirit, we have no power. Without Thy Spirit, we have no comfort or assurance. Without Thy Word, we have no direction. We do not see the Lord Jesus Christ apart from your scriptures. Heavenly Father, we thank thee for thy spirit and thy word, and we pray that you will bless us by both in this hour. We need both together. O Lord, do a great work. You've worked in us before. Work in us today. Turn us more perfectly unto thee, and we'll thank thee in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen.